Dear parents, this is an SVM podcast to inculcate a reading habit in your child. This initiative will help your child develop both listening and reading skills. To make the best effect of it, it is suggested to use headphones. Thank you. Dear children, open your English course book at page 79, chapter 7. Now you're going to read with me. Please slide your finger on the text as I read. Turn to page 80, chapter 7, a shooting test. Now let's read a play in which we learn how to be really good at something. The characters Dronacharya, the teacher of the Pandava and Kaurava prince, Yudhishthir, Arjun, Sahadev, Bhim, Nakul, the Pandava prince. Dronacharya, I've taught you to use different weapons to shoot with the bow, to ride horses, and to drive them, and to work hard and to fight well. Bhim, sir, You've taught me to use a club too. I can fight with any man now. Nakul, sir, won't you teach us any more? Dronacharya, smiling, I will. Don't be upset, my boy. Today, I want to give you a test. Sahadi, is it a difficult test, sir? Dronacharya, no, it isn't difficult, it is easy. Nakul, then all of us will pass? Dronacharya, I don't know that, but I'll test all of you. Bhim, what's the test, sir? Dronacharya, pointing, I have put a clay bird in the tree. You have to shoot it in the eye. Can you do it? All. Yes, sir, we can. Dronacharya. Very well. Yudhishta, get ready. What are you going to do? Yudhishta. Sir, I'm going to shoot the bird. Dronacharya. What can you see? Yudhishta. Sir, I see you. I see my brothers. I see those trees. And I see the bird in that tree. Dronacharya, thank you. You can't shoot the bird. Don't try. Bhim, it's your turn now. Put the arrow on your bow. Bhim, I'm ready, sir. Dronacharya, what can you see? Bhim, I can see the tree, the blue sky behind it, and a bird on one of the branches of the tree. Dronacharya, thank you. Don't shoot. Nakul, get ready. Nakul, I'm ready, sir. Shall I shoot? Dronacharya, no, not yet. First, answer my question. What can you see in front of you? Nakul, sir, I see my bow with an arrow on it 
a tree dronacharya thank you you won't be able to shoot the bird sahadev put an arrow on your bow and get ready to shoot the bird sahadev i'm ready sir dronacharya can you see the bird sahadev yes sir i can see it dronacharya what other things can you see sahadev i can see the tree and its branches and leaves dronacharya thank you don't shoot arjun where are you arjun i'm here sir dronacharya are you ready to shoot that bird in the eye arjun i'm ready sir dronacharya what can you see in front of you arjun i see only the bird's eye dronacharya can you not see anything else arjun no sir i can't i see only the bird's eye dronacharya what color is the bird arjun i can't say i can't see the bird's body dronacharya very good arjun shoot arjun shoots the clay bird in the eye his brothers and dronacharya clap dronacharya to arjun's brother learn to see the mark only then will you be able to hit it well done children dear children open your english course book at page 95 chapter 8 now you're going to read with me please glide your finger on the text as i read turn to page 96 chapter 8 the bell of a tree now let's read the story about a horse that was treated badly and how it was helped a tree is the name of a small town in italy it is a very old town and was built on the side of a hill in the middle of the town there is an old tower and in the tower there is an old bell this bell has not been rung for many years but it is still there in the tower it has a strange story to tell Many tourists visiting Italy go to a tree to see the bell. Why do many tourists go to a tree to see the bell? Long ago, the bell of a tree was used for a very special purpose. People who wanted to complain rang the bell. The judges helped them. The judges were the old wise men of the town. they listened to the complaints in the marketplace many people rang the bell and many wicked people were punished but there was one trial that was very unusual one day the rope with which the bell was tied broke there wasn't a thick new rope in a tree to get a rope from another town would take about 2 weeks so the judges had a grape vine fixed to the bell 
there was a rich merchant who had an old horse the horse had served his master well for years when the horse became old the merchant drove him out no one took care of the horse no one gave him food the poor horse kept wandering from place to place one day he came to the tower seeing the grapevine he started to chew and pull at it as he pulled the wine the bell started to ring the judges at once came to the market place to their great surprise they saw a horse pulling the grapevine one of the judges recognized the old horse he told the other judges that the horse belonged to a rich merchant i think the merchant drove out this poor horse as he has become old said the judge since this horse has come to make a complaint said another judge we must find out the truth we must find whether the merchant has ill treated this animal the merchant was called to the market place during the trial he confessed i drove out my old horse the judges decided he had done wrong take the horse home and take good care of him feed him well they also find the merchant the horse returned to his old stable and the merchant took good care of him well done children dear children open your english course book at page 90 now you are going to read with me please glide your finger on the text as i read page 90 the town child in this poem the poet describe what's it's like to live in a town find out if she likes living in a town I live in the town in a street. It is crowded with traffic and feet. There are buses and motors and trams. I wish there were meadows and lands. The houses all wait in a row. There is smoke everywhere that I go. I don't like the noises I hear. I wish there were woods very near. There is only one thing that I love and that is the sky far above. There is plenty of room in the blue for castles of clouds and me too. By Irene Thompson. Well done children. Dear children, open your English course book at page 93. Now, you're going to read with me. Please slide your finger as I read. Page 93, The Country Child. My home is a house near a wood. I'd live on a street 
if I could. The lanes are so quiet. Oh dear, I do wish someone lived near. There is no one to play with at all. The trees are so high and so tall. And I should be lonely for hours. Were it not for the birds and the flowers, I wish that I lived in a town to see all the trams going down. A twinkling street that is bright with wonderful colors at night by Irene Thompson. Well done children. Dear children, open your English reader book at page 41, chapter 7. Now you're going to read with me. Please glide your finger on the text as I read. Are you ready? Let us begin. Page 41, chapter 7. The bird which gave milk. 1. Can a bird solve a poor farmer's problems? If so, how? Many years ago, there lived a farmer in Africa. His name was Tala. He was very hard-working. One day, in the month of October, he and his wife dug up their field and got it ready for sowing. Next morning, they found the field as it had been before. They had started digging. This happened for a couple of days. Both Tala and his wife were puzzled. On the third evening, Tala told his wife, You go home, I'll stay here and keep watch. He hid behind a thick bush. After about an hour, a beautiful bird appeared out of nowhere. It was so beautiful that Tala couldn't take his eyes off it. It alighted on the very bush behind which Tala was hiding. It looked at Tala's feet and burst into a song. Wide spreading field, turn round, turn round. Let what is on top be down underground. And lo, the field turned over and became as flat as it had been before it was dug up. So, you are the one who is causing all this trouble. Tala cried out angrily. Taking his knife out of his bag, he said, I'll cut off your head. Frightened, the bird said, Please don't kill me. If you let me live, I'll give you as much milk as you want. What? Don't be funny. How can a bird give milk? But I'm not an ordinary bird. I am a magic bird. Please give me a chance. All right, said Tala. On the condition that the field should be as it was before you came here. So once more the bird sang. 
wide spreading field turn round turn round let what is on top be down underground and the field turned over and was ready for sowing now give me the milk you promised tala told the bird the bird gave him so much sweet creamy milk that tala was unable to drink it at all he put the bird in his bag and returned home take out all your pots and pans tala told his wife what will you put in them asked tala's wife we don't have any food there is no wheat or rice in the house never mind said tala soon all the pots and pans were neatly arranged in a row tala then took the magic bird out of his bag and said fill all these pots and pans with milk the bird did as it was told tala then put it back in his bag his wife and children drank till they could drink no more and there was still lots left don't say a word about this bird to anyone tala told his family they promised not to tell a soul soon tala's family began to prosper they looked healthy and there was a lovely glow on their cheeks their neighbors were puzzled what's their secret they would often ask each other but no one could find an answer well done children dear children open your english reader book at page 45 chapter 8 now you're going to read with me please glide your finger on the text as i read are you ready let us begin page 45 chapter 8 the bird which gave milk to a bird always likes freedom did the magic bird fly away into the wilderness when it got the chance or did it stay with the farmer and his family one bright morning everyone went to work in the fields except the children they stayed in the village and played one of the village children asked mace tala's son how is it that you have become so healthy do tell us the secret all the other children joined in and started chanting tell us the secret tell us the secret mace gave in come to our hut he told them the children went inside mace pulled the bird out of his father's bag and said give us some milk the bird gave milk and all the children drank their fill of the sweet milk dance for us said one boy and the bird began to dance there is not enough room in the hut said one of the children let's take it outside as soon as mace put the bird down under a tree it spread its wing and flew away mace was upset he realized he had disobeyed his father he and his brothers and sisters were afraid and nervous 
What should we do now? wailed May's younger sister. Let's catch the bird, said May's. And they ran after the bird as it flew from tree to tree. After some time, May's younger brother said, We are lost and the bird has flown away. Don't be afraid, comforted May's. Let's hide in that cave. They ran into the cave. They found a bundle of dry wood inside. They soon lit a fire and roasted some roots lying there. As they were eating the roots, a huge giant came and said, Give me some too. Mace gave him some. While the giant was eating, the children slipped out of the cave and ran as fast as they could. Night had fallen. It was dark and they were tired. We can't run anymore, Mace said. Let's climb up this tree and rest for a while. Scarcely had the children settled down on the branches of the tree when they saw the giant. He looked up at the children and said, Give me some more roots. We haven't any more. The children told him, Then I'll eat you, said the giant. He began sawing away at the trunk of the tree with his long nails. Frightened, the children looked at the giant. When they had given up all hope of being rescued, they heard a flutter of wings. They looked up and saw the beautiful bird alighting on their tree. Catch hold of my legs, it said and I will carry you home safely. All the four children caught hold of the bird's legs and in the blink of an eye, they were back with their parents. Tala and his wife were overjoyed to see the children and magic bird with them. Now that the whole village knew Tala's secret, he shared the milk of the beautiful bird with all his neighbors. Soon, everyone in the village was healthy prosperous and happy. Well done children! आज आपण आपल्या माऊली या पाठ्यपुस्तकातील पान क्रमांक चव्वेचाळीसवरील नववा धडा प्राणी संग्रहालयाची सहल या पाठाचे वाचन करणार आहोत वाचताना प्रत्येक शब्दावर बोट ठेवून वाचायचं आहे आपण एकत्र वाचन करणार आहोत चला तर मग सुरुवात करूया शिक्षिका मुलांना उद्या आपण सहलीला जाणार आहोत सकाळी नऊ वाजता बसने निघू आणि प्राणी संग्रहालयांना भेट देऊ रमा बर मी गट पाडते आणि गटनायकही निवडते राजेश बाई अगोदर आपण गटाप्रमाणे उभे राहूया नंतर प्रत्येक ठिकाणी गटाप्रमाणे पशु व पक्षी पाहूया शिक्षिका चाले तो पहा वाघ त्याच्या पलीकडे सिंहसुद्धा दिसत आहे सुधा बाई तिथे पहा माकडे उड्या मारत आहेत मोना बाई हे पहा इकडे मोर कसे छान नाचत आहेत राधा बाई 
इकडे पोपट पहा आणि किती तरी रंगीबेरंगी पक्षी आहेत राजेश बाई खूप भूक लागली आपण डबा खाऊया का राकेश बाई तुम्ही पण आमच्या बरोबर डबा खा ना विजू बाई हरण पहा किती सुंदर दिसत आहेत राजेश बाई मला हरण खूप आवडतात ससेही सुंदर दिसत आहेत आणखी किती पक्षी आहेत शिक्षिका मुलांना आता सहा वाजलेत चला आपण परत जाऊया मुले बाई किती मजा आली नाही आपण परत एकदा येऊया का शाबास आता तुम्ही याच पाठाचे पुन्हा एकदा मनात वाचन करा आज आपण आपल्या माऊली या पाठ्यपुस्तकातील पान क्रमांक एकोणपन्नासवरील दहावा धडा अशी असावी मैत्री या पाठाचे वाचन करणार आहोत वाचताना प्रत्येक शब्दावर बोट ठेवून वाचायचं आहे वाचताना आपण एकत्र वाचणार आहोत चला तर मग सुरुवात करूया एका गावात अजय व विजय हे दोन मित्र राहत होते अजय खूप शिकला तर विजयला घरच्या अडचणींमुळे फारसे शिकता आले नाही अजयला आपण विजयपेक्षा जास्त शिकल्याचा व पंडित झाल्याचा गर्व होता तो शहरात व्यापार करत होता विजय गावाला नदीत नाव चालवायचा नदीतून उतारूंची नेआण करायचा एकदा अजय गावाला यायला निघाला तो विजयच्या नावेत बसला त्याने विचार केला की आपण खूप शिकलोय हा विजय तर नावाडीच राहिलाय त्याला ओळख दाखवायला नको अजयने मात्र विजयला ओळख न दिल्याचे वाईट वाटले नाव पुढे जाऊ लागली अजयने विजयला गणित येते का विचारले विजयने नाही म्हणताच त्याचा एक चतुर्थांश जन्म वाया गेल्याचे अजयने सांगितले विजयला भूमिती येते येत नाही म्हणून त्याचा एक द्वितीयांश जन्म फुकट गेला असे अजय म्हणाला तर ज्योतिष येत नाही म्हणून त्याचा तीन चतुर्थांश जन्म फुकट गेल्याचे अजयने सांगितले एवढ्यात मोठे वादळ सुरू झाले नावेत पाणी शिरू लागले अजय घाबरला विजयने त्याला विचारले पंडितजी तुम्हाला पोहायला येते का अजय नाही म्हणताच विजय म्हणाला म्हणजे तुमचा सगळा जन्मच फुकट गेला तुमची पुस्तकी विद्या फुकट जाणार आपण बुडून मरणार हे ऐकून अजयला विजयची मैत्री आठवली त्याने विजयची क्षमा मागितली विजयने अजयला पाठीवर घेतले आणि त्याचे प्राण वाचवले शाब्बास आता तुम्ही याच पाठाचे एकदा मनात वाचन करा
आज हम वटवृक्ष हिंदी पाठ्यपुस्तक के पृष्ठ क्रमांक साठ पर पाठ क्रमांक नौ जंगल की आजादी इस कविता का वाचन करने जा रहे हैं आप प्रत्येक शब्द पर उंगली रखकर वाक्य मैंने पढ़ा है वैसा पढ़े क्या आप तैयार हैं तो चलिए शुरू करते हैं पृष्ठ क्रमांक साठ पाठ क्रमांक नौ जंगल की आजादी जंगल में भी खुशियां छाई आजादी का दिन आया हसी खुशी और बड़े चाव से सबने वन को खूब सजाया बंदर मामा ने सुंदर सा ऊंचा मंच बनाया कोयल मोर पपी है ने मिल राष्ट्रगान था गाया वनराज ने ली सलामी झंडा भी फहराया आजादी हित मर मिटने का सबको पाठ पढ़ाया कदम ताल से ताल मिलाकर बजे बैंड शहनाई ढोलक बोली ताक धिना धिन नाच उठा लोमड़ भाई हाथी भालू और गिलहरी खुश खुश दिखते सारे देश की खातिर मिट जाएंगे गूंज रहे थे नारे ढोल बताशे बटी मिठाइया सबने जी भर खाई एक बनेंगे नेक बनेंगे शपथ हमें है भाई शाबाश अब यह कविता का हम मिलकर गायन करेंगे जंगल में भी खुशियां छाई आजादी का दिन आया हसी खुशी और बड़े चाव से सबने वन को खूब सजाया बंदर मामा ने सुंदर सा ऊंचा मंच बनाया कोयल मोर पपी है ने मिल राष्ट्रगान था गाया वनराज ने ली सलामी झंडा भी फहराया आजादी हित मर मिटने का सबको पाठ पढ़ाया कदम ताल से ताल मिलाकर बजे बैंड शहनाई ढोलक बोली ताक धिना धिन नाच उठा लो मड़ भाई हाथी भालू और गिलहरी खुश खुश दिखते सारे देश की खातिर मिट जाएंगे गूंज रहे थे नारे ढोल बताशे बटी मिठाइया सबने जी भर खाई एक बनेंगे नेक बनेंगे शपथ हमें है भाई बहुत खूब अभी यह कविता आप मन में एक बार बोलो और गाओ आज हम वटवृक्ष हिंदी पाठ्यपुस्तक के पृष्ठ क्रमांक सैसठ पर 
पाठ क्रमांक दस राधा की चिड़िया इस पाठ का वाचन करने जा रहे हैं आप हर एक शब्द पर उंगली रखकर मैंने पढ़े हुए वाक्यों को दोहराइए क्या आप तैयार हैं? तो चलिए शुरू करते हैं पृष्ठ क्रमांक सैसठ पाठ क्रमांक दस राधा की चिड़िया मंगलू किसान की बेटी राधा को अपने पिता के खेत में खेलना बहुत अच्छा लगता था मंगलू किसान का खेत बनारस के पास एक गांव में था वे अपने छोटे से खेत में सब्जियां उगाते थे वे इस बात का बड़ा ध्यान रखते थे कि सब्जियों को कीड़ों से बचाने के लिए रासायनिक दवाइयां न प्रयोग की जाएं। इसीलिए राधा वहां मजे से खेल सकती थी वर्षा ऋतु जा चुकी थी सितंबर का महीना था मटर के पौधों में हरी हरी कोमल फलियां लग चुकी थी राधा को इंतजार था तो बस उनमें दाने भरने का उसे मुलायम मीठी छिमिया खाना बहुत पसंद था राधा ने देखा कि चुनमुन चिड़िया रोज आती है वह इधर उधर गर्दन घुमा घुमा कर देखती है जैसे सोच रही हो शायद आज कुछ मिल जाए शायद आज कुछ मिल जाए इस तरह दो तीन दिन बीत गए चौथे दिन जब चिड़िया आई तो वह मटर की फलियों तक न पहुंच पाई किसान ने मटर बचाने के लिए उन पर कटीले झाड़ डाल दिए थे चिड़िया उदास होकर लौट गई किसान की बिटिया राधा रोज चिड़िया को देखती थी उसे चिड़िया की उदासी भली न लगी अगले दिन राधा ने कुछ मटर छीलकर मुलायम दाने चिड़िया के लिए डाल दिए चिड़िया आई पर यह क्या उसने तो एक भी दाना न खाया वह इधर उधर कुछ ढूंढती रही फिर उड़ गई किसान की बेटी राधा हैरान थी कि आखिर चिड़िया को चाहिए क्या दूसरे दिन राधा ने फिर कुछ फलियां छील कर डाल दी यह क्या चिड़िया तो दानों के बजाय छिलकों में कुछ ढूंढती रही अचानक उसे एक नन्हा सा कीड़ा मिल गया 
वह कीड़े को अपनी नाजुक चोच में दबाकर ले उड़ी राधा की हैरानी देखकर उसके पिता मंगलू हंस पड़े और बोले बिटिया चिड़ियों को अपने नन्हे बच्चों के लिए कीड़े चाहिए होते हैं मटर के गोल गोल दाने तो बच्चे के गले में अटक जाएंगे ना राधा ने पूछा फिर यह रोज क्या कीड़े ढूंढने आती थी हाँ बिटिया मटर में दाने भरते ही ये कीड़े किसी किसी फली में आ जाते हैं उन्हें ढूंढने के चक्कर में ये चिड़िया फसल खराब कर देती है इसीलिए इनसे फसल बचानी पड़ती है मंगलू किसान ने बताया पिताजी इसीलिए आपने कटीली झाड़िया डाल दी है ना राधा बड़ी समझदारी से बोली किसान ने राधा को अभी भी परेशान देखकर कहा तुम फिकर मत करो चिड़िया बड़ी मेहनती है वह कहीं ना कहीं से भोजन ढूंढ ही लाएगी राधा चिड़िया की प्रशंसा सुनकर खुश हो गई शाबाश अब आप इस पाठ का आपके मन में वाचन कीजिए